Hello everyone and welcome back guys to a brand new video where today we're here back with episode 36 of the Knowing Wheel F1 podcast. Today of course as always joined by Jamie183. How, how are you getting on mate? I'm good, yeah. Been quite a quiet week obviously, week between Christmas and New Year. You never really know what day it is. Um, but yeah, back at it now. Yeah. New Year's 2022. Yes, New Year, New Me. What, what's your New Year's resolution before we get into the nitty gritty? I don't bother. I, I'm going to try and run more, but every time I run, I get shin splints. So it's not great. I, I can but, relate yeah. to that. <laughs> so, yeah. But did you do anything exciting for New Year's then, Jamie? No. I uh, I played football manager and then noticed it turned into 2022. <laughs> that was the extent of my celebration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Fair play. Fair play. Um... But yeah, anyway though, of course, like we said, 2022, we're looking towards the future now rather than the past. The, the salt of the end of the F1 2021 season uh, is is now all detoxed from my veins. I'm now a living, functioning human once more. Um, Are you sure? No, not yet. Well, give, it, give it a few more weeks. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but today, we decided we're going to go in and quite possibly do a video that will get us outed at the end of the year so badly because, of course, we've changed the name to the Knowing Wheel F1 podcast now. Um, but today we're going to try and make our wildly early predictions for the F1 2022 season. Jamie, this, I think we can both agree, can only go well. Yeah, this would be an absolute disaster because new regs basically means anyone could be anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, take it with a pinch of salt that Matt has detoxed. Um, and yes, we'll move on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll wait and see as to what this season holds. But again, of course, like we said, this one is just a bit more for fun. Uh, once we get through the winter testing, uh, we'll then do sort of our proper predictions, probably, I think, either the weekend before the Bahrain Grand Prix or two weekends before. Um, but yeah, we'll wait and see about that down the line. But Jamie, are we going to go bottom to top or are we going to go top to bottom for this one? Oh, I'll keep it traditional. We'll go bottom to top. Go bottom to Starting top. Starting in 10th. Starting in 10th place then. Right. Can we, can we just again, I feel like we probably should phrase <laughs> enough. We uh, don't know what's going to happen yet this year. So these could be wildly, wildly inaccurate. But before the season's even got underway. But we're going to have a good laugh with it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, I think like, mine's fairly safe. I've gone for a 10th place of Williams. Right. Uh, we're also going to say, we're all, I feel like you've put them like fourth or something. I'm going to just say everything you're going to have put fourth, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm also going to do who, which driver you think is going to come out on top. Yeah. Um, so I think Alex Alban will come out on top at Williams. Right. Because Latifi isn't very good. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's Williams are one of those teams where they can go either way really easily. And then they're also the sort of team where if they start badly, they just write off the whole year. So yeah i don't know could we back into back market territory for them because i, I think the driver has actually got worse and yeah how can you argue it hasn't got worse they've still well, got yeah, the tfi and they've got alban <laughs> instead of yeah. george russell <laughs> it definitely has got worse but yeah i don't know it's obviously so random where we're putting these who's who's your 10th place out of, out of curiosity out of curiosity at the sake of conversation well, i'd hope out, out of yeah the sake of the video <laughs> <laughs> i have gone alfa romeo Oh, brilliant. Yeah. It's just kind of Joe propaganda. No, anti. no, not even that. I, I don't have much faith in Joe or Bottas. I think we've made that very clear over recent weeks. I don't know what it is. I just don't get any sort of inspirational feedback from Alfa Romeo so far. Um, whether they're going to get the new Ferrari power unit, this is being boasted about a lot at the moment. 
I'm just, yeah, not convinced 2022 is going to be their year. And I, I hate to say it because, of course, like everyone else, I love Fred Vasseur. Um, but, yeah, I'm just not convinced yet. I just trust... I don't know what it is, but there's something about the Sauber manufacturer team, which is basically what Alfa Romeo is still, that they just can sometimes make a good car when it's f- from scratch. Like, you saw 2012, what, 2015, they just rocked up and were suddenly midfielders. Like, I don't know. I feel like they've been, they've been down for a few years. This is the time. But slash Alfa Romeo to come back, so I've put them a little bit higher than that. But we'll get onto that later. You you mentioned <laughs> and, uh, sorry, carry on, carry on. Which which driver do you think will win out Alfa Romeo? I'm not stupid. I've put Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna probably say that as well. I haven't actually wrote mine down. I'm just winging it. But Joe is a rookie, so I'll allow it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned 2015 there. I was actually thinking of the car from the next year a lot more in my prediction. That, that was 2016 Alfa Romeo, well, Sauber still, of course, at the time, was worse than the Manor through most of the year. Yeah, it was. Uh, they owed, Well, what was it? Felipe Nazar managed to ruin his own F1 career by scoring yeah. them points, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, because he was going to Manor and then he scored points for Sauber, which meant Manor went into administration and collapsed. Yes, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we're going to see a 2016-style Sauber this year. And, of course, with no Manor to prop up the back of the grid... Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be Alfa Romeo's spot. P9 then, Jamie. Hmm. So I haven't gone, I haven't gone overboard with the uh, the Haas propaganda, and I've stuck them here in ninth because quite similar to Williams, I I don't rate their driver line that highly. And as much as they have written off two years of development on current cars to focus on this, like this 2022 regs, I I just don't. They're still Haas. They're still like a team that's about four years old. So, I, I don't, I don't trust them that highly. So I've put them down. I think is that your motto in life: never trust a four-year-old. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, I, I think that they would probably take not being last, like after the two past seasons they had. But they're probably home for more. And yeah, I don't, I don't particularly rate Schumacher or Mazepin very highly at all. No, no. Um, but I think Schumacher will probably win out on that because he got into Q two a few more times this season and seem to be a lot more consistent than Mazepin was. Yes, yeah, consistently a lot faster anyway, wasn't he, for most yeah, of the yeah. year. I think that's fair to say. It'd be nice to see him be a bit easier to drive as well and see them mixing it a little bit with some other cars and that aren't just themselves. This is the thing, isn't it? I want to see every team being close to points that it seems possible yeah. most weekends, um, which... Again, it's kind of what the F1 2022 regs are aiming for, but mm. generally a good rule of thumb is when there's huge uh, when there's a huge overhaul in Formula One, it actually separates the field rather than yeah. condenses them. Because um, some of them nail it, and some of them absolutely have a horror show. Exactly. The best so. <laughs> I don't get how people don't understand this still, but the best way to make Formula One close is set up some rules and leave them for ten years. Yeah. Well, we saw 2020 and 2021 have both been incredibly close. Maybe not so much 2020 with the DAS for the lead anyway, but the mid-pack. Yeah. And, like, yeah. everyone basically gets their potential after three or four years. So the the fourth and fifth year is basically all the teams running at the same pace and just setting up the cars for each race. So 2021 is probably one of the closest. Yeah, there's obviously the top two really close, three and four really close, five, six, seven really close. Like, what, what more could you want? I guess 2012 was a bit similar, but that was also not long before rule change. Yes, yeah. So, like, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not confident. 2022 will live up to 2021. No, nor am I. To be honest, we'll wait and see. Though we'll wait and see, yeah. won't we? 
Um, P9, though, for me, I've gone the same as you. I've gone Hass and Mick Schumacher. I just think that's going to be the way this year goes. Again, uh, I think, to be honest, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I, I guess you could say we're both no wheel. Uh, it's probably the yeah. right way of putting it. But, yeah, I just don't think we're going to see Haas move up the order particularly as well as they'd hope to. P8, then, Mr. 183. I This causes me pain. Alpha? Um, Alpha Tauri, actually. Oh! So, <laughs> yeah, I think we've, we've said it a few times before. Alpha Tauri aren't trying to win. No. The, the point of them being F1 is to bleed young drivers, which is their whole purpose. So we see it a lot with new regs with Alpha Tauri. They... They take a few years to basically get Red Bull's technology into them. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. the first season is them building it on their own, which while they're not a bad manufacturing team themselves, they're obviously not very high level. So like that's why they were Minardi for so many years, just making plucky little teams that sometimes score a point. So yeah, I think AlphaTauri, they were seventh in 2020, sixth in 2021. Could be a little drop down into eighth, which I think they'll still be capable of getting a result of I don't think they'll be quite like Gasly got what 14 top six starts or something I don't think they'll be troubling Q3 on many occasions to be honest which is a bit of a disappointment but Gasly will be out by the end of the year anyway so where's Gasly going to go by the end of the year then yeah but he will beat Sonoda this year although I see so much Sonoda hype over the winter just because of one good race yeah he got he got decent (laughs) towards the end of last year we can all say that but still nothing Gasly is just way more consistent and better qualifier, yes. which is all really important. Yeah. Um, you said Gasly's going to be leaving Alpha Tower at the end of 2022. Where's he going? Don't know. He'll find somewhere. He'll find I could see somewhere. Him, I could see him at. Um, it, I, I think he's trying to like basically just wait for a proper seat to come up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So like any one of the top like five or six big teams, like manufacturer teams, he could end up at any of them. I think. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens to Pierre Gasly. I cannot wait for us to be doing like episode 300 of this in five years' time and he's still at AlphaTauri <laughs> waiting for that Red Bull call-up. Um, yeah. I have gone with a different team but with a similar sort of mindset to you. I've gone Aston Martin, P8, just mm. because, again, I've said this many times before, I'm not convinced by Seb or Lance anymore. Um, mm. I think yeah the, the the terms I've used before that has upset people is a has been and there never was <laughs> I'm not going to argue I mean, you can't get that that's not bad actually <laughs> it's pretty much spot on in my eyes anyway yeah I can't see anything wrong with that but yeah again like you said with Alpha Tauri Aston Martin of course they're going to be waiting for Mercedes parts to come in for 2023 I used to love Racing Point and Force India back in the day I really used to back them but now I've just got no reason to plain and simple he says wearing an Aston Martin hat (laughs) but yeah Yeah. I'm just not convinced 2022 is going to be the year and to be honest I think this might be Seb's last year in Formula 1 that's a bit cool I know we always I've always seen I don't know, in my head it's always like Seb will outlast Hamilton because Seb is only about racing, whereas Hamilton has a lot more things to do in his life. Seb isn't only about racing, he's a family man as well at the end of the day. Yeah, but like his whole life's been dedicated to the sport and he absolutely loves the sport, whereas I think... Oh yeah, you can't deny his passion Someone like Hamilton could easily go on to something else and be as happy. Yes, yeah. So, I don't know, in my head I've always had Hamilton retiring first and... I think Seville could still be around for a few more years. Fair play, fair play. And who's who's winning out in your nev- never was and has oh, been? Oh, I've put Stroll <laughs> just. I'm, oh dear, I've put Stroll just out of pure eggy results. 
I don't believe he's to a better fair, driver than Seb. He was Stroll pretty close this prone. year. Stroll is very prone to just getting an odd like fifth place randomly. Exactly, it's like quite a big difference. Exactly. I'm I'm expecting an eggy result from Stroll this year that carries him ahead of Seb. I mean, he could have beat fair Seb enough. last year. There weren't many points between them, and like I always said. Had Stroll not had his puncture at Baku, he probably would have beat Seb overall. It would have been a lot closer for sure. He but then gifted he Seb a load of points in, in Hungary. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I've said Stroll this year, but only through pure egginess rather than actually being better than Seb. <laughs> yeah. Seventh place. I can't remember who who you've even not put yet. Do you want to go first for this one? I can go first for this one. I've gone out for Tauri. I think them. Have you, have you said? Have you said Williams yet? I have not said Williams yet. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Right. Yeah. Well, we're waiting and seeing about Williams so far. They might finish 11th. Perhaps I'm going to throw in an oddball team in there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've gone out for Tarry. Again, sort of similar reasons to what you said a minute ago. Uh, obviously, they're not a team designed to win. It normally takes them a year once they get sort of the Red Bull hand-me-downs as well. But again, Gasly is going to finish out on top in that one. But I just think they're going to build a slightly better car than Aston Martin like they did this year. Fair enough. What about you? Who have you gone Very seventh? Logical. Seventh place, I've put Alfa Romeo. Just gonna, I can't put them any higher, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, we believe in the Guan Yu Zhou hype. And by we, you mean who exactly? By by me and all of his fans. All uh, three. So yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Bottas in in a midfield car was a bit a bit good back in the day. Yeah, back in the day is the key there. Yeah, five, six years ago. In the same way Bottas was good in a Mercedes in his first year. It was the closest he ever finished to Hamilton on points, wasn't it? First year it was, yeah. He was almost in the title fight until mid-season. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think think Bottas will have a new lease of life. Ever since bombing into that pool, he's been released from Mercedes and the shackles are off. So, I don't know. I think think Bottas was basically just what Raikkonen was for Alpha, but way younger like and has a lot more drive i think in him than raikkonen did so obviously i think i think kimmy is obviously better than bottas and certainly prime kimmy oh yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't know i think alpha or salva sorry are just as i said before capable of just bringing a decent car out of nowhere and yeah i think they will get that they should get the new ferrari power unit which is highly spoken of and yeah we put them in seventh place because we believe in the guan Yuzhou. fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. He's going to come back so badly in the December next year. Yep, I cannot wait to laugh at you after <laughs> Guan Yuzhou gets dropped after three races and Giovinazzi comes back. <laughs> oh, and Bottas will win out if I said that. Oh, I yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I think I said Gasly, of course, will win out for mine. P6 then, Jamie. Yeah, this is... I was saying before we start recording, like any of the next six teams I feel like could be anywhere just i don't know i like they they're all they're all technically manufacturers like well they are all manufacturers actually they they're all yeah but a lot of them aren't factory teams still are they and that's the big difference no mclaren aren't are they aston martin aren't a factory team either well they have their own factory a factory team means they make their own engines as (laughs) well yeah yeah, we're meant to be the knowing wheel podcast and you didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) i did know that i just got a lapse of my brain fair okay Sixth place, I have to actually gone for Aston Martin, though. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I've always liked, like you, I've always liked Force India. Um, I've actually got one behind me, if you see that. Got a whole Force India? I don't well, know why, I've just looked behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I, d I don't know. I think they're capable of making a decent midfield car. Obviously, this year was disappointing. Or last year, I should say, 2021. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't think their drivers are up to much like you. <laughs> um, but I think their car... Do you mean the they don't think they they're up to much like I think, or they don't think they're up to much like, like I'm think. not up to much? Well, either. Really. <laughs> um, but I think their car will be decent. I think their drivers are capable. Nothing special. I mean, Seb was 10 years ago. But... <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think sixth place would probably be fair enough. I think they would probably hope for more, but there's so many good teams in F1 at the minute. Like, if they, yeah, they finished third, well, they should have finished third in 2020, and then suddenly they're seventh. It's like, it's so volatile at the minute. So, yeah, they could be anywhere, but I think Seb and Lance will end up sixth place with the green machine. And, and I, I don't, who would I, I it's really what, a tough one to call who's going to win out. Exactly, it's so bad. But it? I think I, I will go for Seb. Okay. Because he is technically the better driver. Yes, oh so, yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough, that's fair enough. P6 for me then, Jamie. Now I'm wondering if I should change these around, but I'm going to stick with my original thought. <laughs> I've put Alpine. Okay. I yeah. just, it, Alpine are so odd. Like, you think they, they should be right <laughs> up at the front. They've got a huge budget, massive team, and yet they still can't build a car that can win races. I just don't... Wait, they want a race? Yeah, but not properly. <laughs> Let's be fair. If Esteban Ocon can win a race, it's not a real Grand Prix, is it? Um, yeah, but, well. yeah, I don't know what it is with Alpine. Again, a bit like Alfa Romeo. you still haven't put Williams? Oh, my day. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll get to Williams uh, in about four more positions. No, I'm joking. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Again, a bit like Alfa Romeo. I just haven't got much faith from Alpine yet. We haven't heard anything about their engine, so I think they're going to by far and away have the worst engine on the grid next year. Um, but again, their aero and their chassis isn't too bad. We saw that at Qatar last year. Sort of long flowing mm. corners. They're all right. But it's just... I don't know. I just don't feel any hype behind them. They could finish... They could finish top. They could finish like ninth, and I believe you either way. But yeah, I've gone Alpine in sixth with Fernando Alonso again outscoring Ocon. I wanted to go Ocon this year. I said Ocon last year. It was a mistake. Alonso somehow <laughs> defies the laws of aging. Alonso is just like fine wine, isn't he? Well, I wouldn't just go that far. He's not getting better by any stretch, but he's like um, honey. He it. just hasn't gone off yet. <laughs> yeah, he's like jam. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Alpine, they could basically be summed up by if you look at what Lotus did in twenty. 13 to 2014 they were like capable of winning races 2012 to 2013 you mean no i don't i mean 13 to 14 when in 14 were... were they capable of winning races no i mean in 2013 they were really good and then 2014 they were awful oh right okay so like they're just so unpredictable and yeah quite not great managed management quite not great managed <laughs> i was gonna say quite bad but i wouldn't go that far no. i'd just say not great management that's fair enough yeah um fifth place i've gone I've williams gone... You've got Williams. Okay, finally. That's a very, very bold prediction. I'll, I'll remember that one. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I don't know. I believe Williams will build a better car than fifth, but Albon and Latifi again really? aren't brilliant. Yeah, I reckon Williams. Have you been watching them since 2016? I reckon Williams are going to bring out the master plan next year. And again, is... I think this is genuinely more because George Russell's leaving the team. I reckon now he's going to get screwed and they're going to build a good car. Well, you're pretty behind Mercedes, so Russell's still... Oh, yeah, Russell's still made an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, but I just... I don't know what it is with William. I just want to believe... I want to believe there's going to be something there. Like I said, I reckon they can build a car... Faith in 
British motors. You're probably absolutely right, but then again, I put Aston Martin down in eighth. Um, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Topper Williams, though, whether it's controversial or not, I've gone the Tifi. You said he's awful. Last few races of the year, he wasn't too bad. And let's be fair, Albon is hardly some brilliant driver. Well, he's not bad by any means, but he's not some yeah, god that should Russell. never have been dropped from Formula One. Yeah. So I've gone Williams and Latifi in fifth, Jamie. Who who have you gone if, with? If Williams are finishing fifth, finishing fifth, that means Latifi is going to score like sixty points in your F one world. Yeah. That's horrific. Or okay. am I thinking he's going to score like thirty this year, and every other team below them isn't going to score at all? <laughs> is that even possible? Uh, technically, yes, I guess. <laughs> If it's just the top five teams in the in the points every race and no one has a deal. Yeah, basically what you're saying is Latifi comes ninth or tenth every week. Every team above him scores the top eight and then it's like they top each eight. take it in turns yeah. behind. Well, I would be amazed if that if that comes off for you. I've got um, a thousand pound bet on it. Really? <laughs> my my fifth place, I feel like this could be horrifically wrong, but I've gone for McLaren. Right. Um, I don't know what it is. I just think everyone else would do better, basically. <laughs> I think their drivers are good. Like, Lando was giving out, like, world championship performances from time to time last year. Um, I think, I think like, in my mind, it's like, oh, any of the top five could win races. I don't think that will happen. But you never know. And, yeah, I think they'll be capable of finishing on podiums still semi-regularly like they were a bit last year. Yeah. But... I think they put a lot of effort. Obviously, they tailed off towards the end, but like their 2021 season, it was really hopeful. So I, I feel like they they're obviously a big enough team to, uh, yeah, to put effort into 2022 while they're performing at a high level in 2021. But I don't know what it is. I just think the rest of them will do a better job. Basically, like I have nothing against McLaren, but there's too many good teams. So they've ended up fifth, and Norris will beat Ricardo. But I think Ricardo will do better this year. Fair enough. Um. Because he towards the end he was picking it up quite a lot. Fair enough, fair enough. I'll I'll give you that one. P four, then Jamie. Have you got Alpine? Yes. Please say you've got Alpine. I, I have got. Okay, Alpine. good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like we were saying they could. They're so volatile. They're so hard to predict. I supported Hulk for three years at their team, and they're they're really annoying. So <laughs> <laughs> they... there, there's been so many funny occasions of Hulkenberg doing something bizarre in a Renault car over those years. <laughs> yeah and they what finished in his three years they were, they were like seventh fourth and then fifth they've got no consistency at all so fourth place i feel like alonso uh, as much as he always is very confident and very cocky he has been extremely confident and cocky about 2022 <laughs> so i feel like i've got a trustel plan and that alonso is going to win a race uh yeah so fourth place i i, I don't know they they seem to be Ever since they came back into F1, they were targeting the next set of big rule changes because obviously the first set for them was a year after they joined, so it wasn't really going to go very well. But they've always been targeting this and they've got a huge budget. They've got a decent lineup with that being phenomenal. I just think Alpine will find a loophole, get some, uh, what is it, the moving weight in the nose cone. Oh, what? Well, yeah, like the mass, <laughs> was it the mass damper? It was the mass damper, yeah, yeah that Alonso got his tiles through. <laughs> so, yeah. We trust Elplan, Alpine in fourth, Alonso to beat Ocon and win a race. That's my bold take. Fair play. Fair play. Elplan is going to come in, in Jamie's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fourth place for me, then. I've gone McLaren. 
So, my logic here is, I believe McLaren will build a race car capable of race victories early on in the year. The only problem I see for them, which we kind of saw this year, was, of course, they just don't quite have the same sort of budget as Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull. But, on the other hand, everyone's now budget capped, so I think they're just going to try not... If they know they're probably not in a title fight this year, they're going to sort of hold back a little bit and wait for next season as well. Fair. I think they're certainly capable of that. Like, the team that's built, well, a race-winning car last year on actual pace. So Not quite on actual pace, but it was certainly there. There or thereabouts. Yeah. And over the course of the season, they probably deserved the race win at some point. Yes, so. yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, and who's winning? More controversially... I think Danny Rick's going to be back, baby. I also, saying that, I think Lando's going to have an unlucky season. But He's never really had much luck, Lando, to be fair. Yeah, he's always been kind of wrong place at the wrong time in quite a few situations. But yeah, I I just think this is going to be... Ricardo comes back, he just about beats out Lando and then just doesn't stop banging on about it. (laughs) Yeah, he runs these streets. A lap down. So... Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I do rate. I, I don't think Ricardo's forgotten how to drive, so I think it's perfectly reasonable to say that he can be Lando. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah. Right. Uh, that was fourth, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So we've got. Luckily, we have got the same top three. It may be a different order. Yes. But I'd I'd be willing to bet that we haven't got them in a different order. <laughs> okay. Because my third place is Red Bull, which is bad, but. I think they've basically admitted themselves that their push for 2021 championship may cost them 2022. So I I saw a quote from Christian Horner that was like, uh, he was questioned, like, do you think it will cost you? And he was like, well, we don't know yet, but if Ferrari rock up with a car two seconds quicker, then yeah, you can say it will have done. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think Red Bull, like, obviously they're not going to make an absolute stinker of a car, but to keep it on the same level as Mercedes for two years in a row with through a rule change is going to be super difficult. Um, obviously, they're going to be living on the high of uh, the World Championship at the end of the year. But still, Perez had the tendency to drop into the midfield from now and then. Yes. As yeah. did Bottas, to be fair, but he's not gone. So, yeah, I think Max will still be on top of his game, but I don't think the car will be there no. to battle. No, and that so third place. That's very fair, and I to be honest, I've again I've gone the same as you, third place there. I the, the reason I put them, I genuinely don't reckon they'll have the third best car early on in the year. I reckon McLaren will have a better car early on, but again, That's I think right, we're going to yeah. see Red Bull continue to develop their car later on into the year, and of course, you can't really bet against Max Verstappen. So I think he's going to be the one that carries them ahead of McLaren come the end of the year. I think we could see like Verstappen. Ricardo, Lando, and then Perez a bit further back, and then Red Bull yeah. just out McLaren in a similar way to how Ferrari did this year. Ferrari used to. Oh, I was going to say Alonso and Massa used to be like that, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. And also, it's the first year of Red Bull powertrains, of course. Not so, so much, like, though, is it? Because oh, it's an engine free. There's isn't it? more talks. Yeah, that Honda are going to support until 2025. Now, isn't it? Really? So we don't. I didn't see any we there. don't really know what's going on anymore with kind of this. Or it's like having a divorce, but you still live together. And you and still kind of really dislike get each on. other, either. Yeah. Yeah, Honda were just like, I'm out, and then they actually won the championship. And then they're kind of there, so. like, are we out yet? 
Do we? Yeah. Do we still want to? You know, <coughs> I think are, we, are we still going to hang around? Officially, they will have to be Red Bull powertrains because it's already finalised. Yes, but yeah, but Honda already with like Honda technology. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah. Right, so we've both and gone Verstappen Red Bull P2. Yeah, you, win yeah out, obviously. Exactly, you're not going to bet against Verstappen ever. No. P2 then, Jamie. Mm, this will be interesting. Cause I have gone with Ferrari in second. Right. Well, I think there's so much hype around Ferrari. Yes. Like, because they've been like the sleeping giant for the last two years, they've got a very, very, very good lineup. Like, two really solid drivers. And yeah, they they should deliver a car capable. We saw their development; they didn't really develop at all throughout this year, really. And the developments they the did massively geared towards really their good. 2022 yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. So they can basically keep those a lot of engine upgrades. So there's the big engine upgrade in Silverstone, which helped. So yeah, I think I, I, I don't know. There's something about Ferrari that makes me think they won't win the constructors. <laughs> like, yeah. But with the lineup they got, it's entirely possible because they were very consistent last year even Leclerc who stopped crashing for two seconds so yeah I, I don't I don't think I can bet against Mercedes for the what is it nine in a row would it be yeah but yeah I, I think Ferrari will certainly be right there which is will be good to see because they've been missing from the front since 2019 really yes and that was yeah. that was null and void anyway by the engine so exactly exactly um yep yeah, so we have gone the same there as well it's it's fair to say <laughs> Uh, the Ferrari hype train is real, isn't it, heading into the new year? We've had yeah. confirmation this week they reckon they're going to be running about 40 more horsepower, which is kind of insane. Um, yeah. Mattia Bonotto, though, I don't know if you read this week, has come out and said, of course, they cannot have any crashes next year. Yeah, because all their budget's going on. All their the budget's car. going into the car. They cannot afford to have to repair the car. So maybe Leclerc's going to cost him a world championship. Perhaps this is how Leclerc ends up being outed from Ferrari. Oh, well, science crashed more overall, I'd be willing to say. Cause it was pretty close, wasn't it? They both the just time, would crash yeah. a lot in practice. Um, yeah. But, yeah, well, I think we're both getting a little bit on that Ferrari hype train, aren't we? But yeah. do we think they're going to have a car capable of a world championship? I think a driver's. Do you think a driver's? Like, I don't. I don't think they will win the driver's okay. championship, but I think I think they could. Right. Okay. Okay. Now here's the other question. Then, when it comes to Ferrari, we've got a brilliant lineup, a team that we're both hyping up to fight for the championship. Could this be the start of a big Sainz Leclerc rivalry? Yeah, I think <laughs> basically because Ferrari only know how, well it's not even just ferrari's fault to be fair any any team that's winning the championship relentlessly with like they basically always work better with a number one and number two yeah. we see it with vettel weber we saw schumacher barrichello like hamilton bottas worked a lot better than hamilton rosberg did like in terms of team i think they they sort of signed that's gonna be difficult to say they signed science to be the number two yes yeah and then he'd performed too well last year a bit so, like Leclerc did with Seb in his first year yeah almost yeah and it could happen with Russell and Hamilton you never know um, yeah I think if if they're capable of a championship they will not be able to deploy team orders that regularly in the way that we've seen with Perez and Bottas last year just because I mean never, like, obviously Leclerc has the upper hand in that he, he knows how to win races like I don't doubt that science can. Leclerc doesn't know how to win races without an illegal engine. Being at the front, 
well, yeah, but still, illegal engine not. He has he has technically won a Grand Prix, however null and void it may be. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think if I was to back one of them to win the championship, it would absolutely be Leclerc. Yes, um, we got a couple of hate comments last week. I was reading back. Oh, through. I saw. Yeah, someone wasn't a fan of us because we didn't like Leclerc. I, I think Leclerc is better than Sainz. Leclerc, Leclerc is genuinely... I look at the F1 grid and I see three drivers that I genuinely believe... Can, like Everyone goes on about Max Verstappen's the best driver on the grid. I see three drivers that are right with him, if not better. Hamilton... But with a car. Leclerc and George Russell. I would stick Norris in there as well. I think Norris could be, but I'm not convinced yet. I think his performance is... In- Russia and the Austria race, although he's absolutely Spielberg merchant, to be fair. But I think some of his performances, I could be more confident of Lando than George, I think, because of the car tax that we don't really know how good that Williams was when Russell was doing really well because Latifi wasn't doing that badly. Yes, yeah. That's... And he's not really been measured against a good teammate. Russell, so... yeah, I'd argue, is heading into this year. We talk about all the teams, but I'd argue Russell mm. might be the biggest unknown. Yeah. Yeah, because he could win the championship. He could finish like sixth in the championship. You just don't really know. Exactly. So yeah, I think at Ferrari, I would definitely back Leclerc to beat out Science over the season. Yes, yeah, and I think if they've got a championship capable car, you can easily see Leclerc dominate in a few races as well, where he where he can't also, really crash into anyone. He'll definitely get the backing from the team if they have a championship winning car. Yes, yeah, and Science will be the Mark Webber. Exactly. And start fuming when he's uh, given the proper wing to Leclerc yes yeah we'll wait and see about that but yeah so we've both got Mercedes top then yeah <laughs> I think after eight in a row is you've got to be very brave to not back a ninth like it could be a Ferrari 05 deal or a Red Bull 2014 where they just don't really have the car but I don't see that happening I just think they're really good <laughs> yeah Mercedes are such an odd team in the sense of everything is so analytical that you don't genuinely believe they can make a bad car currently yeah it's kind of insane isn't it and it it, it pains me to to say Hamilton will probably win an 8th because I don't want him to but he probably will <laughs> I think yeah we're going to see Hamilton very much sort of set up Mercedes for their future with George I think we could see him win an eighth this year. Maybe call it quits. He could call it quits, especially with how the FA have <laughs> peed him off a bit last year. Yeah, I th- he probably he probably won. I think out. yeah, he'd probably be looking at it and going, "If I've got a car capable next year, I want to dominate this and walk out of the sport with my middle finger up at <laughs> everyone yeah. that's ever doubted me." Yeah. And would you blame him? Absolutely not. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to revisit this in in March when we're going to do a proper a proper like all twenty drivers in positions. Oh, that's going to be mess. so difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. And that'll be horrifically inaccurate as well. Yeah. But we will move. Um. But yeah, I think Mercedes, the the way they they they're just relentless year on year. And it's incredibly difficult to back against them. Yeah. And I think they have made their lineup stronger as well. They've made their lineup better. They've already started doing tests on the car. Yeah. They are definitely... I mean, if they if they don't now have a car capable of a championship, they're going to look like the biggest bunch of mugs in the world. Oh, yeah. But you can't bet against Mercedes, at least being right there, can you? And they're going to be so driven to 
basically screw everyone this season because they feel like massively hard done by by the last few races of the FA. Yes, yeah. Last year, so yeah, they're going to be very highly motivated, and it it could be a demolition job, which I hope it isn't, but yeah, it could happen. This could be a steamroll, but then again, we believe in the Ferrari hype train. Yeah. <laughs> Alpine are right there as well. In, my in your eyes, in mine they're not. Um, Williams are right there in my mind. Yeah, uh, not quite, but still. Um, but yeah. So are we both saying then? Twenty twenty two, Hamilton number eight. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, I'll back Leclerc for now and then change. Oh, it you, you're going to back Leclerc for a championship? Yeah. Big. Shot. I cannot we believe move. I'm seeing these statements coming from Jamie One Eight Three. <laughs> Be wearing a Ferrari merch next week. Oh, dearie me, dearie, dearie me. But anything to add then? Jim? Oh, who are we back in in the in the Mercedes? Hamilton. Well, I've, we've already both said Hamilton, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. And I've, I'm going for Hamilton World Title number eight, so I can't really back George Russell in that case. No. <laughs> anything else to add? Though we've had a few sort of weird reveals this week, haven't we, from the teams? Yeah. I think uh, we've seen Mercedes un- unveiled. A car that isn't their car. Alpha Tauri have done the same today. Yeah, th- which is computer generated, so meaningless anyway. Exactly. It just looks like the car. It's, I think basically what it is is the teams are trying to disguise the fact that the FIA probably paid them just to make like, these promo hype videos. Because obviously F1 hype in January is dead beyond all hell. Yeah. January to be is... Fair, it's, not, it's not as bad as it used to be, because at least the season only ended two weeks ago. Yeah. So, Three weeks like, ago. Three weeks ago now, yeah, but back in the day when the season ended in like mid-November by January everyone was just bored yeah you sort of you got no confirmation yet about when liveries are going to be revealed yeah. winter testing of course is it Feb or is it yeah it is Feb isn't it yeah, I've got should. that week off work I'm genuinely tempted Brilliant. depending on what Covid's like to stream it or go just to go to Spain yeah I'm really considering it what's that do it I would I was looking at Imola tickets this week. So oh, I've really looked at Imola as well, isn't it? It's the tickets aren't on sale yet, which no, is funny. No, I've um, when the race is in April. <laughs> I yeah, I want to get back to a Grand Prix or two this year. I'll be honest. Mm. But anything else to add, Jamie? Oh, Michael Schumacher turned fifty-three. Michael today. at the time of recording this, yeah, Michael Schumacher has turned fifty-three. As always, the goat. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll we'll <laughs> say that today. Um, as always, though, obviously, of course, keep fighting, Michael. I think that goes yep. to that question I would love love to see in the future I know obviously the chances of it are beyond slim but I would love to see him talk about Formula 1 down the line in the same way I would have loved to have seen what Senna would think of modern day Formula 1 oh yeah yeah it's a real big shame but obviously keep fighting and happy birthday happy birthday Michael Schumacher for, for yesterday when this video goes yeah. out but <laughs> Yeah, thank you all so much for watching nonetheless. So let us know how stupid you think we are uh, down in the comments below for our predictions ready for the new and year. And your own predictions. Leave them. Yes, yeah, them. I was going to add that as well. Uh, so, Jamie, quickly just run back through for me before we finish off. One through ten. Okay. So we've got Mercedes P1, Ferrari second, Red Bull third, Alpine in fourth, uh, McLaren fifth, Aston Martin in sixth, Alfa Romeo seventh, Alfa Tauri in eighth, Haas 9th, Williams 10th. Fair play. And I've got Mercedes in first, Ferrari, Red Bull, McLaren, Williams, Alpine, Alpha Tauri, <laughs> Aston Martin, Haas, Alfa Romeo. 
Who's going to be more well. right? Let us know down below as well. But I back myself. <laughs> you back yourself. I yeah, I'm looking at mine, going, am I just a maniac? Um, we'll wait and see. Yes. I cannot wait for Williams to show up with a whirly of a car now and make you look like a mug. Um, oh, can't wait. But yeah, thank you all so much for watching, nonetheless. So we'll be back next week. Out. Don't think we've quite decided what we're going to do yet, but it is going to be sort of another fun off-season kind of thing. But yeah, thank you all, like I said, so much for watching, and we'll be back very, very soon, hopefully by next week as well, I'm going to have a special announcement for you guys about the podcast. Uh, we've had quite a few things going on, I've been working hard behind the scenes to make a couple of things possible, so yeah, maybe just maybe we'll have a couple of cool things announced ready very soon. <laughs>